Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, John Hinckley Jr., Kim Deal, Joey Devine, Dr. Conrad Murray, he killed Michael Jackson, Daniel Johnston, Sean Keane, Tony Soprano, Nancy Grace, Patreons, Paul Gromans, thank you Paul, Robbie Sanford, thank you Robbie, Kevin Solkowski, thank you Kevin, musical guest, Disturbed, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with part two of our uh, NCAA Alumni Madness Tournament. Um, I'm here, as always, with Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. And we have a very special guest. It's, of course, Matt Austin, who you might recognize from uh, the No Dunks podcast, Is It Good? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. the uh, NBA TV's The Starters mm-hmm. um, for part two. But before we do that, just some business off the top. Uh, to vote in this year's tournament, there's a Google link in the description of this episode. I did not put it in part one because I did not want to spoil the other parts and I did not want to make multiple Google Docs. So it's available in the description of this episode or on our Twitter at Round Rock Pod. Uh, also, if you'd like to email us, email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash roundrockpod is where you get mentioned in the, by Don Pardo at some point in this episode, in, uh, a various episode. And, um, call us on the phone, uh, if you would like to. In fact, here's what I'd like to do. Uh, if you have a specific person you want to win this tournament, Make your arguments by calling us on the phone at the description in this episode. Um, Pick one and describe a way. Um, Yeah, for those of you who for some reason doesn't listen to part one with David Roth, listen to part one. But whoever Matt chooses will be taking on Chris Farley and Robert Loja. That's Uh who won the other side of the bracket. Um, So... Here are Sean and I and Matt to 
or a real fun one. Sean, anything you want to say? I feel like I've just talked oh, for a yeah. really long time. Oh, <laughs> uh, we just want to we just want to thank everybody. Uh all these great schools, all these great alums, uh especially um for attending colleges, for dropping out of colleges, for just, you know, for believing in college, um which is something we don't really talk about on this podcast because we were an I NBA out of podcast. College. Well, I mean, I dropped out for a while too, so it's a, <laughs> we're, we're actually pretty bad college students. I'm uh-huh. going to say that right now. Um, uh, but yeah, just like just like Kanye West, a college dropout can be successful. Mm-hmm. Just ask uh, Daniel Johnston. I think he dropped out. I'm pretty sure he dropped out of yeah, college. No, I, there's no way he didn't. All right. <laughs> He, uh, he, he uh, after he roughed a frat, uh, he got disenchanted with. Uh, here like are Sean and I and Matt <laughs> doing the other side of the bracket. We love you very much. Thank you. All right, we're here for the second half of our alumni bracket with everybody's uh, favorite Matt that's ever been on this show. I'm talking about, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm putting down my good friend, Matt Lieb, Matt Austin from the, is this good podcast from no dunks from the starters from Canada, but now he lives in Los Angeles. Matt, how are you? I'm good. That's right. Matt Lieb, get out of here. I never <laughs> met you before. <laughs> We're tired. Of, this ain't your grandfather's Matt. Okay. It's a new Matt on the scene. Uh, yes, thanks for having me, guys. Happy to be here. Of course. Uh, Matt, question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you. Are you mad with March Madness right now? Are you losing your mind? I got the vapors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. I am so scared because I don't know anything about college basketball. As you pointed out at the start of your mm-hmm. intro, I am from Canada. I moved to... America in 2013, moved to Mm -hmm. Georgia of all places, Atlanta, Georgia, where I did not know this was a thing, but like SEC sports, especially Uh football, like dominated conversation. Like people would actually say, go dogs in casual conversation. (laughs) They might drop a a hook them horns on you. And, um, you know, people always like ask me, oh, is there like any uh, like culture shock moving countries? And I always say like, no, zero percent, because we basically all Canadians live within an hour of the U.S. border. We mm-hmm. travel here all the time, like all the music, the TV, the movies, all the, the culture is basically the same. But the one thing that turned out to be the culture shock is college sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we were in a meeting so I, I moved down to Atlanta to work for Turner Broadcasting, which is a giant corporation, and had obviously worked at other places before, but this was the most corporate, and I was scared when I got there. Went to my <laughs> first big all-hands meeting in this giant corporate boardroom. A ton of people sitting at this giant, like, uh, <laughs> Alfred and Batman-sized table. And uh, the meeting's about to start, and the, the boss, you know, the, the head of production goes- Ted Turner. Ted Turner. Yeah, 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 he was in a bathrobe. Yeah. And uh, he was like, uh, all right, Jane, Vonda, yes, I'll call you back later. Okay, I have to do this meeting. And uh, he's like, uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, we can't start this meeting. And I'm, I'm scared. I'm like, uh-oh, what, what's going on? He's like, yeah, this is this is terrible. We can't start this meeting. We got, we got Ben sitting next to Dale. We got a Spartan next to a Wolverine. You can't sit a Spartan next to a Wolverine. <laughs> what are we doing here? And I was like, what the 
fuck are these people talking about? So then I'm like under the table Googling. I'm like, oh, Michigan and Michigan State. That's a no-no. But then I also looked at Ben and, and him and they were like 62-year-old men. I was like, how do you guys still care about this shit? Anyways, all that to say, I'm committed to doing this right, even though I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, that's great. Yeah, because you know. uh, we America gets very exciting about uh, rooting on children for the next couple of weekends, uh, mm -hmm. live or die, spending millions of dollars on people we don't allow to rent cars because mm -hmm. our brains aren't fully developed. <laughs> but they're passionate, unlike the spoiled millionaires of the NBA. Am I right? <laughs> These guys believe in. Uh, one shot, a one and one. The NBA left the one and one behind, and nothing's nothing's been the same since. Yes, I know. I've noticed you also like to um, obsess about a shot of like someone playing a trumpet in the crowd during mm -hmm. March yep. Madness. Oh we yeah. Love it. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, I've adopted uh, all your customs. <laughs> okay, good, good. Um, yeah, so bands, Matt, weird. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you host the podcast. Is this good? Um. Which is not unlike what we're about to do here, except what I want you to do is when you're re when you're presented with the two options, don't think, is this good? Think is, think, are these vibes? Okay. We want you to choose these based totally on vibes. They're not playing basketball. You're not even judging their character. Like, there's going to be some villains in here. Uh, mm -hmm. So just go with your gut. Yeah, um, who you want to advance. It's yeah. your bracket. Yeah, yeah, it's your bracket. Uh, there's you no it. right or wrong answers, <laughs> except probably a few of them there might be right or wrong answers. I don't know. I mean, Joey and I do not know who each other's seeds mm -hmm. are. We are it's making, true. we've filled out our own individual halves of the bracket. Uh, as this works, if you're a new listener, uh, we've taken the regular uh, NCAA tournament bracket with the actual basketball teams. Joey and I have each selected a representative alumnus mm -hmm. from each of those schools. They will be battling on behalf of theirs. Uh, this year, Joey took the odd seeds. I am handling all of the even seeds. Mm -hmm. And uh, we won't tell you, Matt, until the end, uh, who is already in the final four based mm -hmm. on uh, the first half. But you're going to be handling uh, the West and the Midwest brackets. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and, salt, salt of the earth people. Yeah. Good. Yeah. The Midwest and, and the West, technically. Yeah. I had the two play-in games, so we'll start with those. Okay. Uh, number 11 versus number 11, we have Arizona State and the University of Nevada, Reno. Mm -hmm. So my choices for Arizona State, look, there were good choices. I'm going to be honest here. There were good choices for Arizona State, except... There was one Wikipedia entry where I was like, I can't not read this to people, even though I'd never heard of who they are. So representing Arizona State <laughs> is the band Kongos with a K, okay. which, according to Wikipedia's Arizona State alumni page, is, quote, an alternative rock band composed of four brothers, all of whom graduated from Arizona State University. <laughs> OK, so and I assume Kongos is their last name. Uh, or they all play the Congos with, uh, and wanted it to be cool and have a K. I don't know, but they're going to lose because I'm going to tell you right now, University of Nevada, Reno has somebody that's hard to beat. The University of Re Nevada, Reno is, uh, showing up with 
Washoe, the first chimpanzee to learn American Sign Language. Oh, wow. So that's not Coco? Or who's Coco? Yeah, I would have thought that was... Coco's not a chimpanzee. Coco is a gorilla. (laughs) How do you spell Washoe? W-A-S-H-O-E. Washoe, the first chimpanzee and the first animal I've ever seen on a notable alumni page. (laughs) That's great. Uh, hmm. So is it possible that Washoe is from the Congo? It... Facing Congo, could be, could be. be. (laughs) It's so funny you said that, Sean, because I was about to say these should be reversed. Washo is the name of like a cool jug band with four brothers in it, and Congos is the name of a very intelligent chimpanzee. Mm -hmm. Yep, the home of gray gorillas, the Congo. (laughs) Um. So, Sean, may I consult with you since you did not select these? Yeah, letters? sure. I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I, I. I don't know any of these, and yeah, it doesn't affect <laughs> who's going to face my six seed. Um, I have never heard of Congos. Nope. Um, <laughs> Me either. <laughs> uh, their 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 big hit is called either "Come with Me Now" or "I'm Only Joking," <laughs> and they have an album called "Lunatics." Oh yeah, is that also went to Arizona State. <laughs> all though? four, all four brothers went to Arizona State. Sean, oh, that's why all, I chose all, them. <laughs> they all moved to. Uh, they all moved to to Scottsdale. Wow, they went from a white place to a really white place. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm Team Washoe here because yeah. <laughs> I mean he's a literally a. a uh, oh no, he's not right. He's a chimpanzee. How big is a chimpanzee? Pretty big. Um, okay. They start like those are still small. the ones that will tear your face off. They will tear your. They face will tear off, your face yes, off for yes, sure. Okay, They're very it's strong. Out. It's it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Washoe. I've, right. I've seen enough. <laughs> well, Washoe will be. That's taking also off. the name of uh, Joey, the pilot. Joey and I are writing. <laughs> it's Washoe with an exclamation point and then a question mark. <laughs> Well, hopefully in that pilot, you are only joking. As my favorite, my favorite Congo song goes. All right. So my next play in game mm-hmm. is Mississippi State versus Pitt. Okay. Wait, which which bracket are you in, dude? I'm just doing the play ins right now. Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Mississippi okay, Sean, State. Sean, I'm glad you're keeping an eye on yeah. this because I have no idea what he's talking. Uh, Mississippi State versus Pitt. Uh, So Mississippi State is putting up Machine Gun Kelly, not the rapper, the 1920s gangster. (laughs) He went to college? Apparently. He's best known for, of course, the kidnapping of oil tycoon and businessman Charles F. Urschel in July 1933, for which he and his gang collected a $200,000 ransom in 1933. Mm-hmm. Now, wow, that's a lot of money in these days, ransom is, terms. Yeah, this is a real styles make fights uh, one here <laughs> because Pitt is putting up Mr. Rogers. Oh, Whoa. it's Mr. Rogers versus Machine Gun Kelly. Do you think even in 1933 they called Machine Gun Kelly MGK? <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, this is, this he dated is... a Megan Fox, but it was F A W K E S. She was actually a descendant of Guy Fawkes. Uh, hmm. 
Now, is Pitt... I, I might ask some questions about these schools. Sure. Is Pitt... Is this when they say, like, they say, eat shit Pitt? Is that this Pitt? Or is that a different Pitt? It's gotta be this Pitt. It's gotta be this okay. Pitt, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so- they're, they're located in... Uh, they share a stadium with the NFL's Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, notable basketball Pittsburgh alums... Brandon, no, not not the. Who went to Pitt, Joey? Uh, honestly, <laughs> Charles don't <know>. Smith. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I skipped the basketball. Uh, Dewan Blair. So. Okay. Montego that's... Cummings. Oh, Montego. Justin Chumpagni. Um. Uh, oh, and Stephen Adams. Dewan, oh, yeah, September, Dan Marino. Also, uh, Gene Kelly. Some other people I could have picked. Marty Schottenheimer. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh yeah, uh, Billy Brandon Knight, but not that Brandon Knight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brandon Knight with an I. Um Steven Adams is a Pitt alum. Yeah, Brad Wanamaker. Yeah. 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 <laughs> quite a quite a storied history. So see so here's the first thing I'm thinking, Sean. Mr. Rogers, known for wearing sweaters. Vests. Oh yeah, right, yeah. they're not vests, right? Does he no, wear vests? Cardigans. Like cardigans. Yeah. They're cardigans. Because at first I was thinking. It's like a basketball jersey and that has no mm-hmm. sleeves. So mm-hmm. for some reason that was saying something to me. But Sean, I don't know if you think this is too controversial. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I think MGK is rat tat tat and Mr. Rogers <laughs> right out of this tournament. I, I, think, I think that's totally valid. Like you don't, you know, he's 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 always telling people look for the helpers and he's talking about defense. It's like, no, you help on defense yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. He's not. He's not being. I don't think Mr. Rogers is able to to break a zone. You well, but I mean? they're not playing basketball. We've got to be clear here. Yeah, I'm just. Okay, I'm clear. just saying. <laughs> but I mean, they're matching up in some way. Um, Fine. They're matching. I don't think. I don't think Mr. Rogers could pull off a kidnapping. Um, oh, I mean, he because he wouldn't. But yeah, I. You know, I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Though I would like yeah. to hear the modern Machine Gun Kelly do a pop punk version of uh, Mr. Rogers the theme. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would yeah. like that. Yeah, snarling, just snarling like a real <laughs> punk to make you to, to the point where you start thinking, is it a beautiful day in the neighborhood, or you know, is it is mm-hmm. it an ironic distance from it? All so right. I say, Mr. Rogers, get out of here. You're too nice, MGK. <laughs> You're in. All, All right. right, he'll be taking on number six Ohio Iowa oh, wait, State. Let's get. Let's get. Yeah, to, yeah. Let, yeah. What? Yeah. Which one do you want to start with? Midwest. Okay, great. So our first uh, Sean versus Joey pick here is number <laughs> one Houston versus number sixteen Northern Kentucky. Sean, do you <laughs> want to start with the low seed here? Yeah, so Northern Kentucky has a storied history in this March Madness alumni tournament. Uh, journalist Gary Webb went to the Final Four mm-hmm. one year. He was uh, the wildly discredited uh, journalist who broke the news of the CIA shipping crack cocaine into the inner city. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, he was abandoned <laughs> by his newspaper and his sources, but uh, was ultimately proven right and then died yeah. of a mysterious suicide. That's the kind of thing. That often gets you to the final four yeah. of this tournament, <laughs> along with uh, Matt. Some previous winner has been Dr. Conrad Murray, uh, <laughs> the doctor who killed Michael Jackson, uh-huh. um, <laughs> and uh, John Hankley Jr., the failed assassin of uh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, uh-huh. that's, uh, that's the indie rock guy. 
Yes, yes, he's the yes, India yes, rock yes. guy. Yeah, yeah I think that's, how, that's how us Canadians know him. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was actually in Broken Social Scene, so we're, we're pretty hyped on it. Okay, great. Uh, so my representative from Northern Kentucky, uh, George Clooney. Oh man, very attractive. He's recently uh, honored by the Kennedy Center, mm-hmm. which is um, it's basically like the Pierre Trudeau Foundation for the Arts, I guess would be the translation. Well, uh-huh. uh, George Clooney is pretty good, but unfortunately, he's taking on uh, from the Round Ball Rock podcast and this clip, Tillman J. Fertitta. It's Tillman time. That's right. Texas Tillman, Trump supporter, state house man, and billionaire buyer. Houston Rockets motherfucker. Tillman time. How does Tillman describe himself? A motherfucker. <laughs> Tillman time. That's right. The owner of the Houston Rockets, the owner of the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, the billionaire buyer himself, uh-huh. Tillman J. Fertitta versus George Clooney. Matt. Yeah, this is this is some heavyweights. <laughs> Normally, we don't have uh, athletes or sports figures, but Tillman can be in any competition because he's a real motherfucker. Yeah, I also break that rule one more time in this podcast because oh. I had to. Um <laughs> I mean, it's pretty simple. It's for Tita time. Yeah, it Ooh. is. I mean, how, how can we... George Clooney's on Lake Cuomo right now, vegging out. Like, he doesn't have the fire in his belly that... that Hard scrabble Tillman yeah. for Tita has, uh, so I don't see how we could give him a first uh, first round exit. Yeah. I think he's got to... I mean, given given his excellence, given his, this show... I think he's poised to make a deep run. I think Ooh. I think you might be right. Uh, all right. Yeah, he, he'll step on your throat and he'll cut your throat. <laughs> yeah, he did say that. Uh, number eight, Iowa versus number nine, Auburn. I had the lower seed, Auburn, and they are putting up Tony Tennille the, from the, the captain and Tennille. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love will okay. keep them together. The Auburn Tigers. <laughs> Uh, and and other songs we know by Captain yeah, and Tennille that yeah. we for for time purposes can't mention. No, yes, we no, do no. know we them. know a lot of them. <laughs> we know them all. Uh, all right. Uh, well, the uh, Tony Tennille will be going up against uh, the pride of Iowa, the school that produced such luminaries as Tom Arnold. Uh, it's Jim Foster. Joey, do you know who Jim Foster is? I do not know who Jim Foster is, Sean. Jim Foster <laughs> invented arena football. <laughs> oh, no. The guy and who was said, the, football's uh, good, we gotta take it inside. Yeah, well, he was actually working for the NFL and, like, had, like, a pretty good job as an NFL executive, but had just sketched out these rules and just kept thinking about it. And he was like, you know what? I got to resign as a vice president of an NFL team to start arena football. Uh, he's responsible for uh, Kurt Warner's career and thus Zachary uh, Levi's Levi career, <laughs> playing <laughs> Kurt Warner in that movie. Uh, it's also the only American sport that is uh, patented. Mm, interesting. <laughs> that's you that's have how to you pay know it's royalties good. to Jim Foster <laughs> to play arena football. Okay, well, uh, um, 
I had not heard of Jim Foster. I don't know much about arena football except uh, the rags to riches story of Kurt Warner. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the main thing you need to know. (laughs) Now, I just did a a quick Spotify search. Love Will Keep Us Together is not Captain Antennial's most streamed song. We are forgetting about an obvious one. I mean, obvious one if you know that Captain Antennial sing it. Do you want me to do you want me to hit you with a uh please? Okay. Do that to me one more time. <laughs> wow, that was the, that's the cabinet to deal. <laughs> well, according to Spotify, maybe it's a cover, but no, it's off there. No, no, I'm sure I'm sure it's a 1979 song. album, Make yeah. Your Move. Oh, the Alcongos could have named your album Make Your Move. Okay, so I will, I will, I will tell you who wins, and it's Tony Tennille. Oh, congratulations <laughs> yeah, yeah. to the captain. Uh, give the me, captain give me, like, being filmed from the sidelines <laughs> with bated breath. Sean needs a break. Give me, you need 10 Wait, seconds. hold on a second. Yeah. Is Tony Tennille? No, no, Tenille, just give me, uh, hold on. We'll talk, talk about Tony Tennille, yeah. Okay. Is Tony Tennille the woman in the band? The woman is Tony Tennille, yes. Oh, okay. Do the you, captain so it's a, is a man, yeah. Is the man, yeah. Do you think yeah. it's T-O-N-I then? It is T-O-N-I, yes. Okay, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, you know what? In the future, give me the spelling for okay, every I single will. person. I, will. I can do I can do that for you, Matt. <laughs> okay. All right, Sean, are we ready for our next uh, battle ready. here? Uh-huh. We've got number five, Miami. Versus number twelve Drake. No, not, this, not the Canadian. It's, uh, it's not a university, Matt. Don't worry. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not located on the top of that tower where he's sitting and looking sad. It's not in that. It's not located in that restaurant where Blake Griffin punched his friend. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh huh. Soda, soda. <laughs> uh, um, Sean, who's Drake putting up? Number twelve. Cedar well, Cliff. you know, I was gonna go with uh, Jeremy Piven from oh. Entourage, but uh, unfortunately, he did not graduate from Drake. I believe he had mercury poisoning and could not graduate. <laughs> oh so no, no, that's I'm not what go- happened. He graduated yeah. from uh, PCU. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. He got his he got his graduate degree there. So I have to go with an actual graduate of Drake. I'm going with Samuel Langhorn Clemens, also known as Mark Twain. Oh, that's oh. pretty good. Uh, okay, a right. heavy hitter in this tournament. You know what? Mark Twain is pretty good, but you know what? He's not. A member of the E Street Band and married to Bruce Springsteen, Patty Scalfa is going up for number five, Miami. <laughs> okay, glad you pronounced that last name because I, I've read Bruce Springsteen's autobiography. Uh-huh. I, had I looked no it up. idea. How I to looked say it up. <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> isn't there a rogue eye in there somewhere? There like is, a, but apparently yeah. you ignore it. According to pronunciations I looked at. Just like she ignored Bruce Springsteen's (laughs) wife when they got together. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. I once heard Bruce Springsteen say that he felt a newfound confidence with the E Street Band when Patty came on tour with them, knowing that she could hit those notes Mm -hmm. every night. Like, it wasn't a thing for her. Uh So... In terms of vibes, I'm feeling a certain confidence having Patty, uh, having Patty on the squad. That said, she doesn't have a longstanding humor prize named after her. Uh, she did not write Tom Sawyer. She did not write Tom Sawyer. Paul Giamatti is not going to imminently play her in a Verizon ad. <laughs> he didn't down many generations 
birth Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Her great great grandfather, Mark Twain. Uh, you know what? Go with your just, gut. You don't. No I, one's going to yeah. judge you for this. Yeah, these are all. <laughs> yeah. You're right with every choice you make. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Patty just because I feel I like, like I could, I could work some more Springsteen puns into mm-hmm. this episode. I like wow. having her, I like having her in the tournament. I'm with you. You know. Yep. Uh, yeah. The coldest reception my picks have ever gotten was a winter. <laughs> In San Francisco. I don't know, or whatever that fucking quote that he didn't actually say was. Exactly, Sean. I was thinking, like, how many Mark Twain Bon Mo's do I really know? Uh, I feel like a Yukon Yankee in Joe Lenardi's court. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, always obey your parents when they're present. <laughs> Uh, all right, our next matchup, we've got number four, Indiana versus number 13, Kent State. Joey, mm-hmm. who do you have for Kent uh, State? It's our first member this year of royalty. We, have, we haven't had uh, very many monarchs in the tournament this year. And mm-hmm. this man is a big suit aficionado. He loves wearing big old suits. He loves hosting things on til- television. He's an original king of comedy, Steve Harvey. Wow, Steve Harvey. Um, for Indiana, I went with uh, another, another. Uh, I, I guess he's kind of royalty. He's also a king. He's the king of crossword puzzles. The New York Times own Will Shorts. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay. Bill Shorts versus Steve Harvey. <laughs> okay. So to adjudicate this one first, I'm gonna I'm gonna go up, then I'm gonna go across. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um Steve Harvey, man. So much joy from the the reels of old family feud uh-huh. clips yep. that I've seen. Where Steve Harvey just cannot believe that someone says the word butthole on yeah. his show. Or he's even like though, <laughs> even though the question is like, what's something small and round on your body that you poop out of? And he's gotta just look so disappointed. Yeah. He's leaning against the stand. He's like the only guy who can make uh both real and family feud consistently weirdly homophobic (laughs) (laughs) that's that's true and now um another basketball tie-in was his daughter not dating austin rivers or married no is i'm gonna think of someone else steve harvey's daughter's dating someone else famous oh michael b jordan michael b jordan oh interesting um don't want to go home to that don't want to so he's the so she's also related to the true king of wakanda yeah that's uh, true i I didn't think they broke up i think they broke up yeah uh as as someone who is uh a slight five five i'm gonna go with my man will shorts i like um the new york times uh like the online digital crossword really rekindled my love for the form of, of really the best word game out there. Get out of here, Wordle. Get out of here, Spelling Bee. V- vertex or whatever that thing that is there that I've never played. Um, quilts or tiles, that other game. I don't know what it's called. Will Shorts is the king. He's the Shorts king, so I vote for him. All right. It's time now for number six, Iowa State, for, to finally Machine Gun Kelly sees who he's taken on. Sean, 
Machine Gun Kelly, who's he fighting? <laughs> so I almost picked um, Harvey Gant, who is the former mayor of Charlotte, who Michael Jordan refused to endorse in his Senate race mm-hmm. when he said Republicans buy shoes, too. Uh, but I could not ignore uh, the legend, uh, one of our great Americans, the inventor of the peanut allergy. I'm talking about George Washington Carver. Uh, Wow, George, George Washington, Washington Carver, Carver versus, versus Machine the Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> wow, so we got MGK versus G Dub C. I gonna tell you this right now. I've never been a fan of peanut butter. I've never mm-hmm. understood it. I've never understood the people that are like. You know what I want at the end of the day? You can have your fancy Michelin star prefix menus. I just want to come home and have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on white. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not one of those people. Whether it's smooth or crunchy, I'm not interested. <laughs> uh, for me, MGK carries the day again. Is that? Yeah. Is that? Not how do you it, guys feel about that? No, I, totally fine. Uh, it's I'm an wanted... upset to me, but <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, because I thought he was going to lose to Mr. Rogers. When I saw Mr. Yeah. Rogers, I was like, this guy is making the final four. Yeah. Uh, the other the other thing is that I think George Washington Carter is significantly more famous for people in America, mm. I would say. 100%. Also, no. he had uh, too many peanut inventions. There was a point when he um, was pushing peanut oil massages as a way to treat... Uh, people with polio and they had really good results. And he started trying to push it to hospitals and the hospitals figured out that uh, the massages made people feel better. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't the peanut. It wasn't oil. the peanut. There were a lot of no. peanut related things where people were like, yeah, but that's, that's just the oil that we, there like to be peanut, uh? so so you're saying george washington carver was a real when you have a hammer everything looks like a nail yeah, kind yeah of guy. exactly yeah. exactly like, yes I, it's not just a peanut it's everything i mean it kind of, it, it's like the way the intentions are noble because he was always pushing crops that grew in like uh worn out soil mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. south but uh yeah a little too ambitious all right penis, okay. penis can do something all right we're moving on to our next uh matchup it's number three xavier versus number 14 kennesaw state Mm -hmm. sean who is kennesaw state putting up uh let me tell you there's about as big a field of alumni as you'd expect from (laughs) kennesaw state uh which is why i went with the former male model turned contractor it's ty pennington from extreme home makeover <laughs> oh okay <laughs> well ty or extreme pennington, makeover home edition yeah ty pennington is a man who saved a bunch of lives by remodeling their house but mm-hmm. i would say not as many lives as the alumnus for number three xavier henry heimlich the man who created the heimlich maneuver <sighs> wow okay this is the toughest one so far <laughs> My instinct is to, is to not um, pick a jo- another Joey pick just because I feel like I've been picking too many of them. <laughs> but on the other hand, I know shit all about Ty Pennington. I'm not a big home reno yeah. person, uh, even though Homes of Homes on Homes is Canadian, I believe. Um, I, I think is, is 
Chip and Joanna Gaines Canadian? I feel like we've sent a lot of people from the home and garden space to America. Um, let me look up that for you look while up, you keep uh, talking. Home and garden television Canadians. Joanna Gaines is American. Chip Gaines is from New Mexico. Okay, and the property brothers are all property brothers. Yeah, one of them became a naturalized citizen recently, but They've, yes, the they property, are the they property are brothers Canadian feel Canadian. Okay, so yeah. I'm think I'm thinking of that. Okay, that's yeah. enough. That's two people. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, well, okay, but Joanne, Chip and Joanna Gaines do have a child named Drake, and that makes them honorary. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And one named Crew, which mm. makes them. Idiots. They're okay. also they're also in OVO, weirdly. Um oh. <laughs> what is your confidence that either of you could successfully give me the Heimlich maneuver if I was choking right now? Well, you I mean, are forget talking the to, fact that we're on Zoom. Here's the thing. You're talking actually to two former lifeguards. Yeah. Something uh, Sean yeah. and I actually weirdly have in common. I used to teach yeah. children how to do the Heimlich maneuver every other Thursday for safety day. Yeah. So I am very confident I could do the Heimlich maneuver. The thing is, uh, it, the Heimlich maneuver is now controversial with the Red Cross because uh, Henry Heimlich was like a Heimlich only guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> he, the American Red Cross is like, yeah, do the Heimlich maneuver or just Slap someone on the back. Both of those will stop them from choking. <laughs> and Henry Heimlich was like, get off my corner. And he used to fund these studies where quack people would would uh, conclude that hitting someone choking on the back was a death blow. <laughs> and so now they officially just call it abdominal thrust because he caused so much uh, acrimony in the choking on things community, I guess. <laughs> Okay, I thought when you said he tried to apply to do many things that, like, like if someone was jaundiced, he'd be like, I know the solution. Yeah. <laughs> it was like another George Washington Carver, but, yeah. like, only for hitting people in the abdo- abdomen as hard as you can. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to hit someone in the back five times now and then do the Heimlich maneuver. I don't know why the Heimlich isn't first, but I think it's, like, bitterness towards Henry Heimlich and his son. He was also an activist, uh, anti-death blower. <laughs> okay, I'm going Henry Heimlich on this one because unlike the people that he treats, he ain't going to choke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Ty Pennington sucks. I have this idea that he sucks, but I don't really know why. I also think he might suck, but I don't know why. Yeah, Sean, our next matchup is of course number seven texas a&m versus number 10 penn state sean who is penn state putting up i am going with ross ulbrich do you know who ross ulbrich is guys uh the, you might he's, you he's, might better know him as the dread pirate roberts the founder <laughs> of the silk road where people could uh illegally buy guns and drugs, uh, drugs on the black, on the on the black market yeah. who uh, eventually went to prison because he tried to commission a hitman <laughs> yeah on his dark web uh great so, uh, yeah the dread private roberts uh he lost because he kept going he kept accessing the silk road from the same cafe in my old neighborhood mm-hmm uh, oh, I right. think you've got a win here, Sean, because <laughs> Texas A&M is putting up a couple of guys I hate, <laughs> but they were too funny not to choose. It's the kings of trick shots from oh. YouTube, Dude oh. Perfect. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. 
They're uh, all from Texas yeah, A&M. That makes a lot of sense. Texas A&M. Okay, now, this, Matt, you might this might be not, worth not, looking up because their names are insane. Now, go ahead, Sean. While I look up their names, their names are so funny. So you should know uh, about Texas A&M. They have this weird um, militarized thing. They do at football games where the students like dress up and kind of act like they're in the military. Okay. So even people in Texas are like, "What? Well, that's too much. That's too much <laughs> Texas right there." Uh, with Texas, that's the Aggies. You know the Aggies. Yes, yeah. that okay, is the Aggies. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> we got Tyler. Uh huh. We got Corey. Uh-huh. We got Kobe. Ooh. And here's the fascinating thing: we've also got Cody. Oh, oh no. Cody, Corey, and Cody? <laughs> yeah, and Garrett, but get out of here, Garrett. Yeah. Uh, what, what I was really wanting to look up was exactly how it broke down between Corey and Kobe, who are brothers, and Cody. You can't have people named Corey, Kobe, and Cody together. It just it doesn't make any sense. Uh, so, yeah, um, dude, perfect. You're out of here. I don't know. <laughs> that is I, I the actually, correct choice. I watched, um, I watched the pilot episode of Dude Perfect's uh, reality show, which is somehow on country music television. Mm-hmm. If you could explain that to me, it's not, it's not about country music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, All right. So so let me let me get a ghost gun, Robert. Yeah. Or Ross. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Uh, it's our final our final matchup for this bracket. We have number two Texas versus number fifteen Colgate. Mm-hmm. I had the Colgate. You. <laughs> I and I got to pick one of my favorite people on earth, actually. Joe Berlinger, the documentary filmmaker who, of course, freed the West Memphis Three with his Paradise Lost documentary and made one of the greatest movies of all time, Metallica, Some Kind of Monster. Wow. I mean, that is quite a two punch. Uh, I have the University of Texas, and I mainly picked this guy so we could all do impressions of his voice. Writer... Director, uh, accidental cokehead because of the influence of uh, who is it that that co- made him a cokehead? I don't know who you picked yet. You haven't said oh, the name. Uh, Owen Wilson. <laughs> Owen Wilson oh. Oh. <laughs> went to a lot of Warriors Steve games Coogan. during the Weeble League. Steve, Steve Coogan, Coogan was Steve why Coogan. he almost died because he partied he so much killed on Tropic because Thunder. Of cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could say they were a couple 24-hour party people. Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah, Owen Wilson. Wow. What's wow. Memphis 3? Yeah, people said they were in a satanic cult. Wow. <laughs> wow. They, uh, they, someone mutilated those bodies, and then a guy pulled out all his teeth. <laughs> Okay, Owen Wilson is poised for a comeback. I, I hear that from reading the trades. He's mm-hmm. um, he's on Loki. What's that movie? He's on Loki. Oh no, no, no! Loki. That's not one of the. Oh, he's in a new movie where it's like a Bob Ross kind of thing. Have you seen the trailer for this? Have not. No. Okay. But I I love Owen Wilson. I'd be happy for him to have a comeback. Um. Yeah, it's called Paint. Paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Important to a, remember: it's, it's, Owen Wilson wrote Rushmore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and Bottle Rocket, or just and in? Bottle Rocket, and yeah. Bottle Rocket, yeah, yeah. And very talented. Did he write Royal? He co-wrote Royal Ten. He co-wrote right? Royal Ten and Bombs, I believe. Yeah. And then uh, Noah Baumbach 
forced him out of that yeah. and, relationship. And Roman Coppola then, yeah. too, as well. <laughs> now, if you told me that I had to watch any of these movies right now, mm-hmm. I honestly feel like I would pick some kind of monster. Which would because be the correct choice. Is so I mean, I would, maybe, funny. I would maybe pick that movie based on almost any movie in the world. <laughs> I, I actually rewatched it during the pandemic. Um, God, it's so, so good. Man, I watch that movie like... once a year. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's the best. <laughs> Joey, can we, when we put the episode up, can we put a link to the deleted scene where Lars Ulrich gets mad about Kirk Hammett's Hawaiian birthday party yes, yes, in the we show can. notes. Yes, we can. Okay, please tell me about this. I have not seen it. Uh, they have a they have like a Hawaiian themed party for Kirk Hammett's birthday, mm-hmm. and everybody wears Hawaiian shirts. And Lars Ulrich like pouts and won't go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, "I didn't. I didn't have a Danish birthday celebration for my birthday." And people are like, "What? Good point. Good point. Rock solid." <laughs> Um, but despite that, Owen Wilson wins. I just think he's fun to have in the tournament. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree. pick Good Joe Berlinger out, yeah. of, out of a lineup. So we're Owen, you're in. It, it sets up an interesting second round. Let's say let's uh, okay because oh, we've got it's not uh, Luke. okay <laughs> we've got two very similar names facing off in the second round here: Tillman Fertitta versus Tony Tennille. <laughs> the captain of the Rockets versus the captain. <laughs> Love will keep us together. Luxury tax considerations will tear us apart. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, man. Uh, let's say, well, let me ask you this. Does does Captain Tennille have their own slot machine in Las Vegas? I uh, they, they don't, don't think so. No. Though you could see them playing Las Vegas if they're yeah. both still alive, which fingers crossed they are. <laughs> uh, like I said... I mean, obviously, I like Tony Tino more, but Tillman has has it's his all the court. elements, it's all the elements hard. to make a deep run here. <laughs> Tillman's moving on to the next round. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair, Sean. What's our what's who's up? Who's next? All right, we got uh, we've got Patty Scalfa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, see, you were versus you were, Will Shorts. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> What do you like uh, more, crosswords or the boss? <laughs> yeah, she wow. took Cheryl. You know, in an alternate universe, Cheryl Crow is married to Bruce Springsteen right now, and and Patty is being left by Lance Armstrong when she gets cancer. I mean, I think the E Street Band is better with Cheryl Crow in it. I mean, am I off base for saying no, that? I, I don't think you're wrong. No. I don't know. I kind of think that's more of a question. Like, that's like the eternal basketball question. There's only one ball. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> right. You're saying from a chemistry point of view. Yeah. Uh, there's too much disease of more. If, yeah. Uh, with yeah, Cheryl yeah. Crow. Can you imagine Bruce Springsteen singing all, all I want to do? <laughs> that solo and all I want to do. <laughs> He would just, he would keep interrupting Cheryl when she's saying, are you strong enough to be my man? And he would keep being like, I am! Yeah. Yes! Nine days a week! Big man! Why is all I want to do 14 minutes long in concert? Because he's like, Bruce is just telling a long story about being on Santa Monica Boulevard. And little Steven and I, we watched the sun come up. 
You know who's strong enough. There. You know who's strong enough to be any be any man. The big man, Clarence Clemens. Then <laughs> a fourteen minute sax solo. <laughs> uh, okay, I. You know what? I would have gone Patty, whose last name I'm still not saying. I'm still uncomfortable saying. <laughs> fair enough. It. Fair enough. Um, but you know, due to this dynamic pricing fiasco, <laughs> I cannot support the boss any further. Even though he is sick, we do wish him well. Um, I'm going to give you a, a six-letter word, and that word is winner, and that winner is Will Shorts. Uh, all right. Uh, you've got one man who deals death, one man who uh, prevents death, Machine Gun Kelly versus Henry Heimlich. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, <sighs> You know what? Heimlich Maneuver sounds like maybe a cool play, like a, a, a sidelines out of bounds play that you could run. So uh, based on that vibe, Heimlich, you're moving on. All right. All Congratulations right. MG, to Henry MGK, Heimlich. your reign of terror is over. Uh, and our final second round matchup, uh, two guys who like drugs. It's the Dread Private Roberts versus Owen Wilson. Uh Again, vibes alone, Owen Wilson. Uh, I just want to see him be confused as to why he's in this tournament. Well, I can't believe he's moving on. <laughs> All right. In the Sweet 16, we've got Tillman Fertitta versus Will Shorts. Okay, breathe a deep breath here. Uh, Don't feel like you have to pick Tillman because of us, too, by the way. We would be totally happy with Will Shorts moving on. Just say. Okay, okay, this is going to depend on my answer. Mm-hmm. What day of the week would you say this match is being played on? Oh. Now, of course, if it's a Monday, oh. it's too easy. Tillman might beat him. I feel that's like good. Sweet it's 16 games, thurs- Thursday, it's either Friday. Thursday or Friday, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's it's about as tough as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because a lot of people think the Sunday times is the hardest, but it's not, right? And I'm one of those people that thinks it is. But I think... <laughs> I don't know if it's Friday or Saturday that's the toughest. I think it might be Saturday. And then I think Sunday is the biggest, but but not necessarily the hardest. Yeah, because if you can guess the theme, it's the lo- it's the biggest and the longest. But if you can uh, figure out what's going on there, it doesn't sound like I'm describing a crossword puzzle anymore. But uh, if you <laughs> guess the Sunday theme, it becomes much easier. Well, look, as I said, if this, is a, if this was a Monday, Tillman would be walking away with it. But... Uh, I'm surprised. Even I'm surprised. But Will Shorts is moving on. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And now we've got uh, uh, Henry Heimlich versus Owen Wilson. Wow. (laughs) Wow, I'm choking. Um. (laughs) Look, based on alliteration alone, Henry Heimlich, you're moving on. Henry Heimlich, welcome to the Elite Eight. And finally, Will Shorts versus Henry Heimlich. Uh, if you've got uh, nine letters, spells death blow, <laughs> and that might be the death blow for Will Shorts. I don't know. Heimlich versus Shorts. Uh, you know what? I, you know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking about how upset people get when they open their precious New York Times crossword, and Will Shorts is not the editor that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, very I can't upsetting. even name another one. Can you name yeah. another? Uh, New York Times. Sean probably can, but I cannot. No, Sean, can you name another New York Times crossword? I know, I know. Our friend Zach Sherwin uh, co-authored a puzzle recently. 
Also, go see his live crossword puzzle show in Los Angeles. Oh, that's interesting. We'll talk about that after. I'm curious. Um, So, again, based on how much people seem to love Will Shorts, how much of a legend of the game he is, and how disappointed you would be to see Henry Heimlich walk in a room because you know you're about to get <laughs> choked up. You're, you're, you pumped and dumped. <laughs> uh, I, I think Shorts moves on. I like well, it. Shorts, I like it. That's a welcome. Fun, that's a fun guy to have in the final. Um, I I enjoy the three. We've got three members of the final four right now. Um, all right, let's 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 go west, young man. Okay, number one, Kansas versus number sixteen, Howard. Uh, so Joey Howard, as you know, is maybe the most prominent of the historically black colleges mm-hmm. in the United States, and that's why I had to choose as their representative, Rachel Dolezal. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is that true? <laughs> She is a graduate of Howard University, yes. Oh, no. Rachel Dolezal, representing the African-American sort of community. Well, Rachel Dolezal is taking on actor Terry Kaiser, who for, uh, Matt, you probably don't know who he is by name, but you definitely know who he is by his character's name. He portrayed Bernie in The Weekend at Bernie's uh, uh, movie and sequel. (laughs) God, this is so easy. Uh, well, let me just ask for my for my own uh, education. Why are there new names suddenly being added to this? Aren't we? Uh, we're aren't on we... the other side of the bracket now. Oh, you are... We've gone through the. Yeah, the... we're in the yeah, Midwest. Will made the final four. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Will yeah. Shorts oh. made the final four. So the winner of this bracket will be taking on Will Shorts. Oh, we've got a whole other bracket. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, well, uh, we'll I'll move with some pace then. Um, Terry Kaiser, a Weekend at Bernie's, seriously one of my favorite movies as a kid. Mm-hmm. I've seen it so many times. Even Weekend at Bernie's two with that sweet, sweet calypso music that yes. brings it back to life. <laughs> Arguably better than the first. Uh, Bernie Lomax, a true legend. Jonathan Silverman, uh, Andrew McCarthy. <laughs> that scene where he goes water skiing as a dead person uh-huh. yep. brought me so much joy as a child. So Terry Kaiser, you're moving on, and if anyone can beat you god damn it i'll be surprised <laughs> i uh i definitely uh had some minor acclaim for uh an article i wrote after the beginning of the iraq war in college called weekend at cheney's that was about uh george bush trying to pretend cheney was still alive all right <laughs> number anyway. eight arkansas versus number nine illinois i had number nine illinois and um Illinois is putting up the American Nardwar hot sauce interviewer, Sean oh. Evans, the host okay. of Hot Ones. Okay. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, he will be facing Arkansas University's James O. McKenzie, the founder of McKenzie. He actually worked so hard he died of pneumonia at age 48, <laughs> which is ultimately God's downsizing and reorganization. <laughs> okay, look. Y- you just compared Sean Evans to Nardwar, which uh, is so offensive to me. As <laughs> no, no, I meant it as uh, no, I know, like I there know, is I know. no Nardwar. Like the, the, I know, I, I know, but just even <laughs> saying it together, look, you can make fun of Drake all you want. <laughs> I love Nardwar. Nardwar is the a best. national treasure. Uh, I but... wish I could pick Nardwar for this <laughs> tournament. <laughs> 
he's 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 too smart to go to college. Um, now I am more of a Deloitte guy myself, but I, I will make an exception. Uh, ma- so many people I knew that I graduated college with were consultants, and uh, they were all miserable, and um, they all regretted it. <laughs> so, in honor of them, McKinsey, you're moving on. <laughs> Uh, so our next one, it's number five, St. Mary's in uh, California, the Bay Area versus uh, Virginia, number 12, Virginia Commonwealth University. Now, Joey once picked uh, Patch Adams from VCU and he lost <laughs> in the first round. I felt like that was unjust. So I'm going to go with uh, another VCU legend, uh, the band Guar. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> This is a crazy matchup. First off, I'd like to say St. Mary's. Uh, Go to this college if you want to be a California State Assemblyman or work for the Oakland A's, because that was 90% of their uh, alumni, which is why I had to pick two-time Oscar winner Mahershala Ali. He was um, well, you know. Technically, he does violate our basketball player rule, but <laughs> I feel like that's not really the primary thing he's known for. Uh, so he was on the basketball Ali team there. or Guar. Okay, so uh, I had a friend that was a professor at VCU mm-hmm. and no longer, and went to visit him once, and he nor anyone else did not inform me that Guar owns a bar. In Richmond, Virginia, where VCU is, mm-hmm. and I did not get to go to the Guar Bar, and that's even though obviously horrible. that's not their fault, that's no, not their that's, fault. It's not Guar's I'm holding fault, it against yeah. them. Oh, I know I'm holding enough. it against them. Uh, so, gotta go with Mahershala Ali okay. for this one. Uh, he, he, I don't think anyone in Guar can dunk, so that makes <laughs> a not lot with that of equi- sense. not with that equipment, Tom. <laughs> Um, all right, Sean, number four, UConn versus number 13, Iona. And Iona is putting up one of the weirdest looking men alive, a guy I love from Harold and Maude. He surprises you every time he's in the movie Heat, Bud Court. Bud Court. Uh, Well, the University of Connecticut. Is uh, I almost went with uh, rom-com queen Meg Ryan, but I decided that we should honor Dan Loria, who is known oh, as yeah. Kevin Arnold's dad from The Wonder Years. <laughs> now, Dan Loria did a did a big bad. I'm pretty sure, if my memory serves me correct, was he not the person that moved the Montreal Expos? That's uh, Jeffrey Loria, oh, the artist. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wait, wait. Then I was too confused with my – I was too blinded by my hatred when you said Dan Loria. I, I'm going to need another explanation of who he is. Uh, he, in the in the, in the the TV show The Wonder Years, he played the dad. Oh, okay. He's also Great a show. Vietnam War vet. Uh, what would you – face like a catcher's mitt, I would say, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's basically just a sweet-looking man, like, and not in like a – like a hot, it's like you look at that guy and it's like that's a really nice dad. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think of him as the the goyish Richard kind. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, he definitely is like he's like a Richard kind who's like seen some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sometimes he was unkind to uh, Kevin, to poor Kevin. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> 
He also played Vince Lombardi in the Broadway play Lombardi. He also <laughs> apparently is in The Way Back, I assume playing a priest, but I do not remember him. Um <laughs> Uh, well, you know what? Like like many of us, uh, I assume we're around the same age. Uh, my first crush was Winnie Cooper. Mm-hmm. So Dan Loria, for the halo effect of that alone, you're Fair moving. enough. All Just right. remember, always surprising when Bud Court shows up as that jerk in Michael Mann's heat. I always <laughs> forget he's in it. <laughs> uh, um, all right. So we've got number six, TCU. We're finally going to see who's going to face uh, Washo, the sign language chimpanzee oh, from the University of Nevada about Arena. That. Forgot about uh, that. Texas Christian University sending as its representative longtime Prices Right announcer Rod Roddy. <laughs> so it's okay. Rod Roddy, come on down, versus uh-huh. Washo, the chimpanzee who knows sign language. And you just, you can't pick the top seed minus one that's not <laughs> plus one sorry screwed it up okay oh man so many uh fake sick days watching rod roddy do his thing or uh-huh. hearing rod no yeah. sometimes they would show him in sometimes the they would show him and he'd be wearing a real flashy suit like a yeah. suit made of sequins <laughs> is he alive great question um, I think he is. And does but, it, is he? No, no, right. Now. I mean, certainly Machine Gun Kelly, the original, is not alive. So no. Uh, Rod Roddy not. has been dead for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I was very wrong. Holy crap. He was born in 1937? Wow. That's before prices. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Welcome uh, back this from is the a dead, weird... Rod Roddy, because you're defeating that that filthy ape. <laughs> <laughs> can I uh, can I tell you a, a weird thing from his uh, Wikipedia do. page? Mm-hmm. Rod Roddy used to host a call-in program, Rod Roddy's Hotline, and became a frequent target of death threats because of a long-running on-air feud with an elderly woman dubbed Granny Hate by an earlier host who claimed to represent the local Ku Klux Klan. Jesus. <laughs> So, uh, fighting for our freedom, Rod Roddy advancing to round two. Let me also read you something from his Wikipedia. It says, among the shows he announced are CBS game shows Press Your Luck. Okay, we all know what that Mm -hmm. is. And, whoo, W-H-E-W exclamation point? Is that a real game show? (laughs) I've never heard of that. We didn't get that up in Canada. (laughs) Woo! All right, number three, Gonzaga versus number 14, Grand Canyon University, which does not sound like a real university. Apologize, apologies if you uh, went there, listeners. Uh, essentially, every member of their alumni is a former baseball player, mm-hmm. and half of them are somehow used to play for the Anaheim Angels. Tim Salmon is definitely the most famous mm-hmm. alumnus, but there is one non-athlete there. Uh, we've had an original king of comedy. Now we've got a man from the blue collar comedy tour. It's Bill Engvall. Oh, I believe his show gave Jennifer Lawrence her first professional job as well. (laughs) Um, well, very funny that we're doing this. Uh, look, Gonzaga only has, uh, one famous alumni who was not an athlete, and that is Bing Crosby. He loses Mm -hmm. every year, so Mm -hmm. I chose not to go with Bing Crosby. I went with an academic. Oh. Uh, 
It's noted researcher, a man who does all the research and all of the research is wrong. Oh. Former Utah Jazz point guard John Stockton. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't Thousands know. of athletes have died because of John Stockton's research. <laughs> He's just asking questions. Um... <laughs> I know I don't know much about Bill Engvall. Like, so that's the tour, like the Larry the Cable Guy tour. Yes, he's yeah. the one with the goatee. Did he have a hook, like a get her done style hook? He had a he had a uh, a, a catchphrase called "Here's your sign," I believe. Yeah. So your signs, yeah, that's his that's his that's his big catchphrase. It's like you're dumb. Uh, he also used to play Blanche's son Matthew on the Golden Palace, where he was a comedian. Um, he also hosted a show called A Pair of Jokers with mm-hmm. Rosie O'Donnell. Gar- guarantee you, the logo was two playing cards in their uh-huh. faces. Yeah, yeah. He had a he had a song from his his album. Here's your sign, based on his signature joke. Uh, excerpts were remixed into a musical track called Here's Your Sign, parentheses, Get the Picture, and Travis Tritt did the chorus. Mm-hmm. Okay, Charted at 29 on the country list. Here's your sign, meaning like Zodiac sign, or like here's your no, sign? it was like, you're... here's your sign that you're a dumbass, uh, I believe. Oh, okay. yeah. That's so funny, because now that's such a common, they, like, uh, like, like... You need to wear a sign that says, I'm stupid. Oh, yeah, you yeah. wear the sign. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Because you know this, like, this uh, Instagram influencer thing where it's like, it'll be a woman, like, uh, in a bikini under a waterfall, and it'll be like, here's your sign to pack your bags yeah, and go to, yeah, to no, it job was and not go to Bali. that. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like someone says something dumb, and they go... Is like you answer him with a sarcastic remark, and then you go, "Here's your sign." Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay. Well, honestly, it seems like him and John Stockton would get along. Yes. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, there's only one person can advance, and that's Bill Engvall. <laughs> I uh, like it. Thank Stockton. you for knocking out Stockton. <laughs> All right, we're getting to the end of the bracket. Number seven, Northwestern. Joey loves this deep field. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're facing number ten, Boise State. Uh, Boise State is going to be represented by a film director, Michael Hoffman. Now, he di- he directed uh, Soap Dish, Restoration, mm-hmm. the movie One Fine Day, and the movie Game Six. So, mm. Joey, do you know Game Six? Game Six is the uh, Michael Keaton. Um, yes. Uh, what's his name? The the white noise guy. Uh, Dom DeLillo. Dom yeah. DeLillo. Yeah, yeah. So, it's... <laughs> It's about a playwright whose play is opening the same night as Game 6 of the 1986 World Series. Mm -hmm. Uh, He can't stand to watch the opening, so he gets drunk in a bar and waits for the Red Sox to blow it. Then he, quote, snaps and leaves to take out his rage on the newspaper critic, played by Robert Downey Jr., uh, Rogan not only finds the critic, but sees him in the early stages of deflowering the playwright's daughter. He begins firing a gun wildly and is finally calmed when he learns the critic is equally devastated by the Sox loss. They end up together watching an interminable rerun of Bill Buckner's era in the cr- error in the critic's apartment. Mm-hmm. I what have a weird seen that movie. movie. Um, Don DeLillo wrote the script or like a book that that's based on? He wrote on a what? screenplay for it like 20 years before it got made. Yeah. Um, oh, all right, yeah. well, what okay. was the, what was the not Michael Don, Hoffman, Michael Hoffman, Michael Hoffman. <laughs> Michael Hoffman is taking on, uh, a person 
I truly, truly love one of the stars of my favorite movies ever. Uh, she played, I'll give you a couple of character names she played. Sean and I, it's one of our favorite things to do. Uh, Ann Sutton, Lori Sullenberger, Mrs. Monroe, Kathy Jameson, Abigail Adams, Lila, Nina Hogue, Lisa. It's, of course, Laura Linney from The Big C, from Ozark, from, uh... You Can Count on Me, which is literally one of my favorite three movies of all time. Laurel Linney versus Michael Hoffman. Now, the Sullenberger character, is that from Sully? That's that's from Sully. She plays Sully's wife. Never (laughs) saw it. Um, I apologize, Tom Hanks. Uh, Hmm. I mean, I love Laurel Linney. is a great movie. Yeah, I think yeah. Laura Linney takes this, this kind of easily. You yeah. really, I was neutral on Michael Hoffman, but then I started, to, I started to hate him more and more the more you explain the plot to that movie. Yeah, I mean, Boise State mostly has like Idaho legislators too, mm-hmm. so it's hard to. There are All certain right, are, ones that you just look at the 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 thing and you're like, oh, that's going to be terrible for the person who got Boise State. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, number two, number two, UCLA versus number 15, University of North Carolina, Asheville. Mm-hmm. Joey, um, who does UNC I Asheville know have? it's probably going to be hard to believe, but UNC Asheville had a very not a lot of people to pick from. So mm-hmm. I went with Jason Font, who played the Red Power Ranger for 40 episodes <laughs> in Power Rangers Time Force. OK, the wow. best one. That's the best one. Uh <laughs> And I swear, let me just say, uh, UCLA had the opposite of that. They have a very, very Too many. deep alumni yeah. bench. <laughs> and I swear to God, I chose this uh, days ago. They're going to be represented by Danica McKellar, Winnie Cooper from The oh, Wonder Years, oh. your childhood crush. <laughs> wow. My childhood crush and current, like, theoretical mathematician. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, no, like noodles from, uh, or is it Dexter? Uh, Which one of the members no, of Offspring is a, like a scientist doctor? Well, <laughs> she's she's my number theory hall pass actually. <laughs> now, just to be clear, Jason Font, like mm-hmm. like Comic Sans, F A U N T. Oh, okay, okay, that's better. <laughs> he was going to immediately be disqualified if his last name was Font. <laughs> I don't I don't mean to be too bold, but Jason Font is out of here. Mechanic yeah. McKellar, <laughs> you're moving on. All right. Let's figure out the let's figure out who makes the final four here. Your first matchup is Terry Kaiser, uh movies Bertie Lomas versus James O. McKenzie, founder of McKinsey. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, how much would McKinsey love Bernie from Weekend of Birdies? He's, he's like, he's dead. We don't have to pay him. We don't have to feed him. We don't have to keep the office. This guy is like the ideal employee. Yeah, he, he's also like, yeah, this guy worked himself to death. I did that. That's what I expect. Respect to you, Bernie Lomax. Um, Bernie Lomax. Yeah. I, in a landslide. Yeah. You know, uh, the well, we'll talk about this a little at, at the end. Uh, okay, and then Mahershala Ali versus Dan Loria, the dad from The Wonder Years. <laughs> mm. 
both Oscar winning actors. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Gregory Glenn both have played Blade. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you think Mahershala Ali uh, still? You know, do you think he's got his memory back after that season of True Detective? It's a great question. Uh, uh, yeah, but he's now he's trying to forget the movie Green Book. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was tough. Wow, another he's been part of a lot of Oscar. He didn't I win was for that su- though. He, no, he, he won, won. Green Book. Yeah, I was surprised Book? he's a two time Oscar winner, yeah. honestly. And, um, oh, I knew Moonlight. I didn't realize uh Yeah, that. same. Okay, well <sighs> a tough one. hmm Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, vibes, I gotta go I gotta go Dan Laurie because wait, can oh. Dan Laurie and Danica McKellar play each other at any point? Well yeah, if, if Dan if he beat if if uh if he's gotta beat Bernie. He's though. gotta beat Bernie. I don't know think that's gonna oh, happen. Okay, well no no spoilers, but Dan Laurie just for the excitement and the tension, you're moving on. Um okay. Uh Rod Roddy versus Bill Engvall. Oh, I didn't oh, think this... it would get this hard. Uh, <laughs> Two people we did not expect to advance. Let's just say that right now. I think this one, this one's got to go random, like a Plinko chip falling down a board. So I'm just going to go uh, quick. Rod Roddy moving on. I think that's Congratulations. the Come on down to the Sweet 16. And finally, Laura Linney versus Danica McKellar. Two wow. beautiful, smart uh, women. I think I think Winnie Cooper's got this. I, think, oh, I, think, uh, I had a feeling that was going to be We got to give her the opportunity. We got to give her the opportunity. I'm going to be I honest. She- I only picked Laura Linney because I know I have to make a song with all of these people at the end of this episode. And I know for a fact there's a clip of her saying, I'm Laura Linney. And that is my favorite thing to put in those songs. Oh, people introducing their own, uh, Downton Abbey. Introducing Downton Abbey. She says, yeah. I'm Laura Linney. <laughs> and um, that is my favorite okay. thing to put in that song is people yeah. just saying their own names. Yeah, it's, it's easy to tell who it is. So you're putting them in their own song, like as if it was a "We Didn't Start the Fire" thing. Like, well, well, no, I've there's seen, okay. I've, I've recorded a version. So we have to explain college tr- basketball. Yeah, uh, yeah. At the end, oh, one shining moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sean recorded a version of one shining moment. Then I then edit highlights of these people into. Oh, yeah, okay. like the they do it. Yeah, episode. Yeah, okay. <laughs> one shining moment. A song about Larry Bird. Yeah. Uh, did you know that one shiny moment's actually by Captain and Tennille? Wow. <laughs> Um, all right, Sweet 16, we got Terry Kaiser, a.k.a. Bernie Lomax, facing the dad from the Wonder Years. Okay, as much as I would love to see Dan face off against Danica, I, I really think... I really think Bernie Lomax could dunk. I don't know how he would... Do- I think, you know, he would... Wa- he would he, the, the Calypso music would be playing in mm-hmm. arena. Yep. He would do his calypso dance down. the The trampoline would be set up for the mascot to do their dunk, and then he would accidentally step on it, mm-hmm. go yeah <laughs> twelve feet in the air, and then just get get his his elbow deep in the crook of the rim. Matt, like, you uh, might Vince appreciate this thing Sean and I saw one time, which uh, there was an Oakland A's team who, after they when they would celebrate big things they would do the bernie which so, is yeah, a there dance was... where you lean mm-hmm. back and do that 
And they had a Bernie day that Sean and I attended where Terry uh-huh. Kaiser threw out the first pitch and did the Bernie with the entire Oakland A's. Yeah, it was yeah. based on clubhouse music. And these two guys, Coco Chris basically discovered this song called the Bernie Lean mm-hmm. as they were sort of like trading off the most ridiculous clubhouse music. Mm-hmm. And they started a winning streak. And so they had to keep playing the Bernie Lean. And mm-hmm. then they started congratulating each other on the field by doing this after good <laughs> catches. But it's not even a Weekend at Bernie's reference. It's specifically a Weekend at Bernie's 2 reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. One of the weirdest professional sports. Some people he, say threw out the first, he threw out the first pitch and jumped into the catcher's arms, who was 100% not expecting that yeah. to happen. <laughs> it was great. Anyway, keep going, Sean. Who's next? All right, our final Sweet 16 matchup, Rod Roddy versus Winnie Cooper. <laughs> Uh, Rod Roddy, I like your energy, but uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the scientists, brains and beauty, Danica McKellar. I think that's and, uh, a correct choice. And finally, it's Bernie versus Winnie to see who goes to the final four. Okay, uh, this is probably the, my toughest one so far. I agree. This is, we're this... making your childhood fight each other itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I keep thinking, could a li- could. Could a limpless, I mean, a lifeless Danica McKellar go off a water ski jump and survive? <laughs> I don't could, think so. I don't think so. <laughs> could Danica McKellar walk through water, as I believe Bernie Lomax does, does in Weekend does. of Bernie's too. Yep, uh-huh. um, but did for, Terry Kaiser ever pose for Maxim Magazine? <laughs> Weirdly, yes. Weirdly, yes. yes. <laughs> um, Terry Kaiser. I love it. Terry I think Kaiser. I... Look, as someone who runs this tournament every year, I am so happy that Bernie made the final four. You have no idea. I think that's a great choice. Matt. All right. So our our final four now, Matt, uh, yeah. from the West region, we have yeah. actor Terry Kaiser, a.k.a. Okay. Bernie Lomax. From the Midwest region, we have Will Shorts. Crossword Puzzle <laughs> King. From the East region, we have... Uh, actor Robert Loggia. Mm -hmm. Uh And from the East region, we have Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. Farley, Farley Loja, Kaiser, Shorts. What are you stacking the deck against me? How Chris Farley? I mean, I everyone, was very su- a goddamn loser, and then you throw in Chris Farley. I was just surprised he uh, had gone to college. I gotta say. Uh, I think didn't he play football in college, or is that he high played school? rugby union at Marquette okay. in Wisconsin? Okay, okay, I am a huge Farley guy. So wait, I have to pick these? No, 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 no. no, no. That's the for listeners. The pick. listeners. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, All right, listeners. Do I have to? You know. So we, I'll have a Google. I mean, you poll. can vote, but you're just yeah. one vote. Yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not. You're not God like you were during this selection. I will harvest a team of bots <laughs> and win this. <laughs> Win this for Willie, uh, for Bernie Lomax, no matter what. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thanks so much, Matt. Matt, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, yeah, you can find me at M Austin. That's O S T E N. So Mostin on Instagram. But more importantly, uh, go to Is This Good Pod on Instagram. Yeah. Look for Is This Good on Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. It's a super fun podcast. You could jump in anytime. It's so uh, fun. Anyone can listen Sean to it. Sean and I have been on it. I was about to say yeah. uh, that you guys have been on it, and uh, hopefully you had a good time. We had a great and, time. Uh, it's like, for instance, I asked you guys, naming an inanimate object, is it mm-hmm. good? 
And we basically just argue if it's good. Sean brought up the great point. More people should be naming their kitchen knives like they're not, not the ones you cut the, you know. Not not for butter. Yeah. Not for butter, but the, the your, your real workhorse. Your own widow maker. For, yeah. Yeah. For, for detailed knife work. Um, so, yeah, that's basically it. I bring up sort of weird random topics and we debate whether or not they're good. It's a lot of fun. So go check it out uh sean do you have anything you would like to plug remember this goes up monday uh the sacramento punchline on um it's uh december sorry <laughs> jesus march 23rd through 25th <laughs> five shows at the sacramento punchline if you're around all what the fuck or hit me up in the dms i'm with ali makovsky very funny uh and then as for me you can always follow me on twitter at frankie muniz where one day ago I tweeted uh, the poster of Agent Cody Banks and said, I know this may be hard to believe because you all just know me as a NASCAR driver, but a long time ago, before most of my competitors were born, I used to save the world. I did it twice. No biggie. It was actually 20 years ago today that Agent Cody Banks first premiered. Wow. And so. that's why we need to limit tweets to 140 characters. <laughs> <laughs> Trust the process. Here's Trust uh, the process. here's this episode's uh one shining moment. Shut it down. Good luck, Bernie. I hope Bernie wins the whole thing. <laughs> Hello, I'm Tillman Fertitta, and I'm going to talk to you about five of my most favorite Tillmanisms. Solving a crossword is... I'm Ty Pennington, and the renovation begins now. The ball is tipped, there you are, you're running for your life, you're a shooting star in all the years, no one knows just how hard you worked, but now it shows... Wow. In one shining moment, it's all on the line. One shining moment, they're frozen in time. That doesn't matter. Can't you change your Today's birthday? Today's not his fucking birthday. Nobody ever does anything for fucking me. Patty's been at the, been at the center of my life for the entire half of my life, you yes. know, and... Uh, what kind of a host invites you to his house for the weekend and dies on you? The time is short. And the road is long In the blinking of an eye Oh, that moment's gone And when it's done We don't lose You always did your best Cause inside you knew Do that to me one more time The one shining moment You reached deep inside One shining moment You knew you were alive are you African-American? I don't I don't understand the question. Hello, this is Ross Ulrich. I'm calling you today from prison. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Paul. Winnie Cooper? Feel the beat of your heart. Feel the wind in your face. It's more than a contest. It's more than a race. When it's done, we have 
win or lose You always did your best Cause inside you knew I'm Laura Linney One shining moment You reached for the sky One shining moment You knew One shining moment You were willing to try One shining moment You knew One shining What is, how, how did you get my espresso machine? Well, uh, you fucking stole it, man. Have you ever Googled your own name? Prepare for a shock because your personal info, including addresses and phone numbers, is all out there. It's all harvested by data brokers and sold legally. Aura is a personal digital security service that scans the internet for your sensitive information and provides a full suite of privacy-enhancing tools. For a limited time, Aura is offering listeners a 14-day free trial at aura.com safety. That's A-U-R-A dot safety to learn more and activate the 14-day trial period. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.